This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Barbara Gray, and I need to stop getting offended when someone who I think liked me four years ago gets a girlfriend. (laughs) Makes me angry. I'm Brandy Posey, and apparently Mr. Incredible is an ass man. (laughs) I'm Tess Barker, and I only regret that I have but one mouth for snacks. <laughs> and this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a cigarette? Neither can we. We got Barbara Brandy, and of course, Big Tess. We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby. It's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Ladies and ladies, ladies and ladies. Welcome to the show. This is Lady to Lady. Um, we have a little announcement to make. If you are listening to us on Spotify, well, hopefully you are listening to it. And this might yeah. be counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we did switch RSS feed. So if you search Lady to Lady in Spotify, look for the little icon with us with the black background. Yes. And then that is the one that you'll hear us on. Absolutely. I hope you're already here. If you're listening to this on Spotify, if you're, if you're here, I guess you figured it out. You, you figured out how to get here. Yeah. 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 And welcome yeah. if you're just now figuring it out. If you're sitting next to somebody who's using Spotify, lean oh, over and be like, hey, I got an idea for you. Oh my god! Well, I'll tell this after we bring our guest on. But I had a really being... embarrassing moment uh-huh. with a well. Anyway. Let's bring our guest on. Yeah. yeah, she's a super funny comic. She wrote for Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and Ghost on Fox. Charlotte Lorson. Hello. Hi. Hello. Thanks for having me. Of course. Welcome to the Spotify feed. Ooh, <laughs> fancy. We fancy. were we were talking a little bit about the biz before we got no big deal before we started. Oh, no biz deal. Oh, yeah. Bunch of biz talk. But I had like Bazinga. this business. <laughs> bi- mm-hmm. I had a, a a business meeting yesterday, and um, I you know I hate fucking figuring out what to wear at these uh-huh. things because you're like I want to look cute, but I don't. I don't still cute, know. Casual, but yeah. Like, I have like two tops. Me. Yeah, like buy me flirty right. blazer. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I need that. I need a crop top blazer. That's oh, what I need. Yes. That's the yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. But I didn't, whatever. I was wearing like a decently cute outfit. And then I, of course, what else? Spilled coffee all over myself right, when right, I'm right. out there. Uh-huh. And True form. Yeah. And the only thing I had in my car to wear was a lady to lady shirt. Oh, no. Nice. Yeah. So I had to wear a shirt on my own podcast to the meeting. Yeah. The guy didn't even know. He didn't even give a fuck. He didn't give a shit. <laughs> they don't care. Yeah, they didn't care. And I was care. like, maybe this, I should just start doing this. Yeah. yeah. You should advertise your show all the time. <laughs> Always be branded. Yeah. <laughs> but it was time. definitely, fa- and I tried to make a joke about it, and he didn't even, like, pay attention. So Aww. I was like, oh, no. Then it was like a double like a, fail. Do men no. just, not, that is a double fail. That sucks. But, <laughs> yeah. like, but also you had to bring it up. Well, I was like, this like, might be a funny, right. maybe it's a funny icebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't yeah. do anything. He said it's going to be a great fit for you. I have to say, every Every time I've brought up, I've been talking about my uh, the podcast that I want to do in a bunch of meetings, and no one cares. <laughs> Nobody no. cares about it. Which is crazy because yeah. they're literally the future. They are. <laughs> and the thing that it reminds me of is I remember I was on a show that 
uh, I don't know how to talk about this because it's literally Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, basically. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I was yeah. on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> and it originally was supposed to be on Netflix. I mean, on ABC, on NBC. Sorry, oh, okay. I don't know this story. Um, <laughs> it originally was supposed to be on NBC. Uh-huh. And um, I remember I was talking to like one of the writers and I was just like, well, you know, TV is dead. <laughs> and yeah. the, the internet is the future. And they're like, no, TV's never going to die. And literally the next day, <laughs> like <laughs> men came in in suits and then we were just sat down and told that the show was going to be on Netflix. Yep. And I was like, beyond? <laughs> yep. like, I don't know. Like, yep. Beyond? Uh, <laughs> bullseye? I don't know what the, what the noise is to Yahtzee. say I'm right. <laughs> I think gotcha. I think it's yeah. a gotcha. Gotcha, maybe? Okay, yeah. but like, it's, it's like, it shows you how people can be so blinded to yeah. what's right in front of, like the change mm-hmm. that's happening right in front of them. Every time I go into a TV meeting and I talk about podcasts, no one cares. And they're just like, we don't know what you're talking about. Do podcasts matter? I'm like, fuck yes, yeah, they matter. They really yeah. do. They I won't care until we're on holograms. They won't. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, I listen to eight at a time. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, there's no room for them to have control over that in the way that they, they do. Don't. With t- yeah. They don't. Yeah. So we're like back to pirate radio right now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But I do feel that it's still a responsibility, uh, responsibility of someone in media to know what f- new forms of media are taking over. Yes. There are narrative so. podcasts right yeah. now. <laughs> like the new celebrities doing <laughs> podcasts right now. Yeah. It was really interesting money. because yeah. you know, like, one of the guys was like, oh, I don't pay attention to any of that. That's like, I'm an old school. And I, yeah. and I, I, I very much get like kind of being like, fuck it. I don't want to deal with, you know, new shit. I was I, angry I get at like Vine. That. I was angry at Exactly. Vine. I exactly. Right. I was right. an anti-Vine. Right. So I yeah, do yeah. understand that. But they look at us the way we look at YouTube people. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. But it is, again, you're well, like, but there right are people making. YouTube people. I know. Yeah. Whenever they put a YouTube person in a major role, it fails massively because that person hasn't had to do the kinds of things yep. that we've had to do to prepare for those kinds of things. And like, yeah. I like bullshit yeah. and like, I'm lo- I'm looking to give YouTube a chance. Like every time yes. there's like a hot new, cause I used to work at MTV and I would like have to kind of know who was who in the YouTube world. And I like, I'm in for bullshit. And like, the, I still like, the, the thing I, I'm is, trying, man. I can't yeah. even. The thing is like, I don't feel, I don't feel like we have to shit on YouTube. I think no. YouTube is amazing. I have a web series on YouTube called clench and release. <laughs> that everyone can check out. Um, it's what brought me into the industry. I absolutely yeah. have all the love and praise for YouTube. My yep. thing is when you try to put uh, YouTube people yeah. into TV or right. into things that isn't YouTube yes. because clearly they do that medium well. And yeah, there's a the reason editing for that. is very specific on YouTube. Yeah. You cannot use that shit and on television. I'm sure and I think it's a like subset. Exactly. Yeah. I think it comes out of like I'm talking about like the brand of YouTube that's like the vloggers, like those kind of people. Right. I think it comes out of like reality TV, obviously, and then yeah. like the shows that I get, like Drag Race. I'll watch anything. Untucked, uh, RuPaul's podcast. Like, yeah. I just want content, and yeah, I know people yeah. are like that with Big Brother. Well, they'll watch like the live streams. Like, I think it just comes out of like we just got obsessed with like being voyeurs. So yeah. we just like are even if there's mm. no content, it's right. just like we're addicted to that feeling of like oh someone's in their bedroom talking. Yeah, mm. it doesn't matter what they're saying. I so lately, do you guys think about a lot? Because like lately, all the time, and not that it's it's not even easy to become a YouTube star. It takes like work and it, you know, not anymore, yeah. It, but I'm like, I'm like, why don't I, why didn't I just try this? What, yeah. what is so sacred to me about, yeah. about doing a show for three people every night that right. I can't fucking do this. Yeah. You could do both. Yeah, I know. Why, but, it, but something, but something I, is gross to me. I think it takes a certain personality. 
you yeah, know it does like yeah. grace helbig i remember i used to watch her when youtube started blowing up and i was like man she's so good at this like she's yeah. so great at this and there were so many other people that i followed and i tried it of course mm-hmm. i mean I, I i assume we all tried it oh yeah dabble. i yeah, didn't try, I it. tried I it i started out in youtube actually <laughs> what? <laughs> what yeah that was my first like writing jobs were in like oh but not doing like vlogging so no, like oh, sketch okay. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah yeah but like in that world like i remember maker this is getting so inside ball but like i was at maker when it was just like five guys in like a living room like, i knew all those people yeah yeah, yeah. I thought there was like so a I, secret test unboxing channel somewhere that oh we've never my god heard about. there is but you like, will never get the password no. yeah. <laughs> that's what i was hoping for i was like oh my god we got some vlogs out there yeah. oh, damn. <laughs> have you guys ever been around someone who just starts vlogging uh no but no. it I, it already feels annoying it like, is. I don't. my heart just like shrunk the opposite of uh. it grinched my heart just grinched a little bit i think and that's the problem a, is you have to be that person and that you, you feels do weird. yeah and as a person who works in tv whenever i watch a vlogger all i imagine is what it looks like when they're taping it like yeah. if they're yes. out, out and about uh-huh. and they're like at a at a lunch table and or in a coffee shop i used mm-hmm. to follow this exercise i don't even remember her name but she was like this really great fitness person who did all these like body weight exercises and i wouldn't actually exercise i would just watch her exercise and i'd be like that's yeah. awesome yeah she looks really good <laughs> yeah she's killing but it she had this great vlog and she would show you what she, her shopping her grocery shopping haul and all these other things mm-hmm. like show you her meals that she makes and i'm just like and her parents would be in the background i'm just like imagining like watching her record herself in the kitchen uh, with her parents uh, and how bananas you look all the time doing seriously. that that's you why guys, all the youtubers have to like live together because it's yeah, like yeah. the norm for them right. no one else yeah it's like your house is it is it's a reality show yeah, you're all on your own individual show yeah. i mean honestly hats off to the kids good for hats them off. really do you guys think your parents would rather have you be vlogging in front of them or you're on The Bachelor and they have to be in your hometown? I think The Bachelor is a special hell. I think it's <laughs> yeah. like a special, de- like degrading, like to yeah. see your daughter do that. And you know what? To see your child do that. I'm not going to uh, uh, gen- make it even a gender guys, thing. Yeah. Yeah, yes. I think even for the guys, it's like a real, it's, it's a real bummer. sick. <laughs> no one wants that for their child. I don't want that for a, a person I know. Uh-uh. I don't want it for like a stranger. <laughs> I mean, but you almost, uh-huh. if your kid is like, I'm going to be on The Bachelor. Yeah. Oh, God. You don't have a choice. Are kids doing that now? Like, I want to be president. Of course. I want to be of a bachelor. But I mean, there's yeah. always been somebody who wanted to be the shitty thing. Yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, for right. sure. Yeah. For sure. It's just... The but same kid, it did not change. The kid who wanted to be the president did not change into the. I, I doubt. Did not change into the bachelor. I mean, look at our president. <laughs> it's very possible. Well, let's not speak. I know. Name. I know. <laughs> Don't worry. I didn't. I didn't. Huh? What? <laughs> you listen to this in the future. Everything's yeah. fine. Uh, <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. No, I mean it's. Yeah, it is crazy. I. I don't. I don't think I. I could vlog my family. And they'd oh, be okay no. with it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to. But if that was the would you rather, I had to choose. I would rather vlog than and be on, yeah, than be the be on the Bachelor or Bachelorette. I don't even know which one it would be. Do we even say is it vlog? Even the I feel like vlogs like not the is word. Is it an old word? I think I it's. A, I think you might be being old. How I think else we might do you describe old. it? I think it is a vlog. I think it's still a vlog. <laughs> yeah, I'm still a I think I just was like at a show and, and no. okay, I was I was at a open mic and um, there was like this 18 year old kid or something that got up and. And performed, and the guy who was hosting Mike was like, "Oh, good. I'm glad like you're out here because it's you know it's a vlogging generation." And those kids looked like he was saying like a four letter word. Like mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh no, I don't think it's the word." 
of the vlogging generation is is a rough. I, I mean, you don't yeah. want to be called that though. I know, I know. It was, but it was. He was like proud of the kid for actually going out and doing it, not just you know, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. I was not because I was like, get the fuck out of here. But I was very bitter about it. I'm starting to get bitter. I'm starting to get old. Don't get bitter. I know it's I'm bad. I can't. I'm not trying. I don't you want to. Maybe go ahead, get bitter. Mm-hmm. And then use it <laughs> as yeah, fuel to, vlog? to yeah. do something. Yeah. Bitter vlogger. Give yeah. me a- I do usually use the bitter to... I Good. usually do Good. turn that around. But yeah. I can tell also just like... You know when you just like get angry for out, out of nowhere, and I was like, "Oh yeah. no, it's happening more and more." Yeah. I got off of social media because of that. I mean, and not really? got off completely, but like I've been like really reducing my usage, which was really hard to just reduce without just getting off completely. How yeah. did you do that? Did you phase down or I phased down? Like I had a bunch of like different episodes that happened that made me be like, "Wow, this is really unhealthy," yeah. <laughs> or like, "Wow, this is really I'm really addicted to this," or "Wow, this is really controlling my mood." Well, can <laughs> and, you like, like give us an sure. example? One, one example, and it's like a very easy breezy one, was I was like watching the Golden Globes or like one of those award shows, mm-hmm. and Kim Kardashian was coming down the uh, red carpet, and I of course was following along on Instagram, mm-hmm. and she like looked amazing, mm-hmm. and of course I followed her at the time, and she like listed like fifteen different products that she had used on her face that <laughs> night or whatever, yeah. and like one of them was like some like dragon serum or some shit or whatever, and I <laughs> like w- I, I like just woke up and I was like oh. on the website about oh to buy God. this like two hundred dollar dragon oh, serum. <laughs> Did I just black out and get like? <laughs> did I just get manipulated into just buying some bullshit just because mm-hmm. I just saw it on Instagram? I was just like, this is such a powerful ad platform. Yeah, and like I, I would like make excuses because I'm just like, you know, I have to be on Instagram because I'm a comedian and blah blah blah, whatever. And like, of course, I'm following Kim Kardashian. I really respect her as a businesswoman. I think yeah. she's turned bullshit into gold. Absolutely. <laughs> like, and mm-hmm. I'm like, this whole family of women. She is has. Like, and you were part of that bullshit. She has. And so and glad that's great. where this Kim story was going because I right. thought you were gonna be like, I saw Kim Kardashian and my blood just boiled, and I was like, oh no, no, I don't so... have that bullshit hate. <laughs> you know what I I'm mean? Like, I fucks with, I, I like, I cackle. I mean, I don't really watch the Kardashians anymore, the show. It's but a good I hotel room it. jam, though, right? It is a great yeah. hotel room jam, and I'm, I'm not ashamed of the fact that I watch a ton of bullshit reality TV. Like, it's our generation. <laughs> like mm-hmm. we, like I fucking love Real Housewives of Atlanta. There are some times when I don't want to watch it because I think it gets a little too toxic. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, <laughs> but for I sure. With it, but it's hysterical. Yeah, yeah. And kind of ironically, especially yeah. now, I find that quote unquote reality TV is like my escape. Of course. From reality. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> well, yeah, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Yeah. yeah. But like I I I I I have my qualms with the family sometimes because of their appropriation of black culture and yeah. their lack of knowledge of it, especially now that Kim has a black daughter, but also I don't give a shit. It's like not my fucking business and I yeah. those people can do whatever the fuck they want. But of course it's like they have a platform, they have millions of followers, so I know what they're up to or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like I just it and it wasn't even anything about Kim Kardashian. I was just like, this is such a powerful tool to like manipulate me and get me to, I'm just, I literally, I don't even know how I got on that dragon blood website. I was just like, how the hell did because I get here? The algorithm, yeah. probably the second right. you clicked on it, the algorithm was like, don't worry, you want to buy it. Exactly. It's right, like, yeah. it's right yeah. here. Yeah. And yeah, I was just like, I could've, they could have just taken $200. And, and, but anyway, yeah. that was one thing. And then another thing was like, you know, a lot of my friends were getting these really great gigs. Like, and, 
yeah, you my see that initial thing, like in the past, I used to be like so excited because yeah. I'm just like, oh, if they can do it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. And of course, yeah. like, oh, I love that person. That's so great that that happened mm-hmm. for them. And then you get a couple of failures. Yeah. And then you see that and you just have <laughs> this like, yeah, like this uncontrollable sadness. I don't I don't even know what emotion to pinpoint, but I just didn't like the way that it was being triggered. Like mm-hmm. I didn't like the the comparisons mm-hmm. that I was making. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, you don't want to like feel you don't want to have a shitty association feel with you your friends. Don't. You know, you just want to feel happy. You them. don't. But yeah. not only that, the personal um assault that it is to compare yourself, I think. Yeah. I think it is a very dangerous thing. And in, in mm-hmm. this industry, unfortunately, sorry, we're talking about the industry. It's like, I mean, you know, it's we, don't, our lives. we don't do it. We don't do it a ton on the show, okay, and I think cool. it's good to talk about. Yeah, because, because it's, like, it's, it's, it's a personal it's our thing in our yeah, lives, and absolutely. I feel like I'm like realizing because I I moved here from New York to LA, mm-hmm. and I'm realizing why all these celebrities need like um, chakras, and they need like Jesus, or they need whatever they yeah. need <laughs> to like get through this thing, mm-hmm. because it is such an assault on your self esteem, on your on your view of yourself, on your mm-hmm. worth. Like it is just a non-stop comparison storm <laughs> and yeah. it's really rough to feel good about yourself and like stay focused on your own paper mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you when you have all these other things coming at you to For remind sure. you of where you're not and the it's like whoa that you're working on to do, yeah. to do productive work right is the same place where that bullshit is so it, it is so, and also no matter how disciplined you are no matter how good your work ethic is yeah Every creative person has that little instinct when you sit down to be like, I think I'm just going to jerk around instead. Right. Yeah, so yeah. it's so your brain or you wants go to research something yeah. and then it's like, something. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just too close. It's too mm-hmm. close. It's in too proximity. close. And it's also, I mean, all of these things are made to make you unfocused. Oh, absolutely. Yes. There are like so many articles I've been reading. And that was another, that was another blow when I was like, I was, I read this book called I hate the internet. I don't mm-hmm. remember the name, the author's name, but mm-hmm. Um, it, it basically just talks about these uh, social media platforms like Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram, just being major ad platforms <laughs> that yeah. we are kind of being used by to a certain extent. You know, oh, like, yeah. yeah, like and, and the thing is, like, I, I appreciate these platforms for whatever they do for our careers. But at the same time, like, we have to remember that we have to remember what they are and see them for what they are and mm-hmm. and like recognize when these things are becoming destructive I mean Facebook literally had a hand in like it the election did. Yeah. If there's not, yeah. it's affecting it our lives it's affecting yeah. our lives very extreme ways and also it's just like these mm-hmm. things are literally made to be addictive yeah. they're literally made to give you yeah. like a dopamine hit whenever you get any kind of validation mm-hmm. from them and it's like whoa what is that doing to me <laughs> like, like what is it doing to me to need this thing to feel like mm-hmm. I have to literally control myself from getting on. I was just like, this is an addiction that's not good for my psyche. It's not good for my mm-hmm. self worth. And I just started unfollowing people like a motherfucker. Oh, that's <laughs> what you did too. Yeah. Are you not on there? So what did you do? I mean, I, 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 I've have, I've been silent on it for a little while just because I want to just think about how do I want to engage with this platform? And also yeah. nothing like I decided that I want to engage with it on a purely professional level and nothing's really going on for me to post. Mm. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I'm still like figuring it out. I feel like I needed to refocus because it was very hard for me to focus on writing on anything that wasn't social media, anything that wasn't just dumb dopamine hits. So something, something I heard on a podcast about, mm-hmm. um, developers in Silicon Valley, they usually keep their phones on grayscale. Yeah. 
because and I've started What's doing that. It's just black and white. Like it's all like ah. instead of in color because all the apps that the color that yeah. that they use are all specifically addictive colors to your yeah. eye. Oh, I should do that. So that's like a thing that makes yeah. your eye want to go back. The red when you have mm-hmm. a new message yeah. or like yeah. the, all these things. And it's it just like immediately like it's on my phone's on color right now because I Instagram something earlier, but it's mm-hmm. like I'll turn it back on just to check that and then I'll turn it back off usually. And it's yeah. just a couple of clicks in your settings and it's like yeah. chills me out. I don't want to reach for it as much even just doing something as simple I know, as that. I know quite a few crazy. guys who are colorblind so I'm like man are they like <laughs> what if they're less addicted? I yeah. think they still find a way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My brother's uh, colorblind and he's not on social media. Really? He really? doesn't care about it at all. See? Maybe yeah. it's a thing. It very well might I don't be. Know. Get the red out of my yeah. eyes. <laughs> I started reading more. That was nice. I remember when oh, I used to read. Remember so reading? Yeah. I actually, I'm I a big reader, and I've like I've also cut down on like Facebook and shit like that. And like, yeah, I'm like I was just pissing away reading time on Facebook yeah. before. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I keep a book by. So like, when I want to just take a break, mm-hmm. I just read a chapter of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, so that's much huge. better. I'm so, I scroll. I'm such a yeah, like scroll to take a break, and then it does like, and there's no getting away. And then three yeah. hours later, it's that yeah. thing. It's that black yeah. hole of like, mm-hmm. I'm on some website what? buying what some. What did I do? <laughs> yeah, face oil. That I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is this? I don't yeah. have money for this. Yeah. And yeah. then I, that's where we get in the money shit. Where I'm like. I it, think I buy the thing that'll give me salvation in the moment, yeah. you know, because they told me We were talking yeah. about money before we started recording, yeah. <laughs> and I was yeah. talking about how I was li- I've been listening to this podcast called Journey to Launch, and it's this personal finance podcast um, that just, just like, it's basically, there's a bunch, there's a FIRE community called the Financially Independent Retire Early. It stands for Financially Independent Retire Early, and you don't have to retire early, it's mm-hmm. just... It's just teaching you how to be better with your money yeah. and how much of a like a shift in your brain you have to do mm-hmm. uh, if you're not used to just spending everything you have. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, like, like, I mean, I am used to just spending everything I have. Yeah, so, too. so like, I, I, it really was a shift in my brain to like start thinking about planning my money. Like, whenever mm-hmm. I get money, that I need to make a plan so that. I budget it and it doesn't need to be budgeted down to the dollar, literally the way you budget, but like 20% goes to savings, 20% goes to an emergency fund, 20% goes to retirement or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like this is a, how much, and like having an emergency fund, <laughs> like yeah. most people in America don't, if they it got yeah, into this an is accident, all foreign to me, I'm like, well, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Like if you can figure out like the most basic shit I got from it is if you can figure out how much your monthly expenses are and try to save up three to six months of expenses, then you're better than like half of America. Like you're, yeah. you're on better wow. track financially than like half of but America. Like, my mm-hmm. problem, do you run into this? Like I, yeah. that all sounds awesome. Yeah. And I do have a savings account that I put money right. into, but I also know that I have that savings account yeah. and very quickly dip right back into it the second I want I mean, that's the problem is that the tra- yeah. I have a separate one that I can't get access to. Oh, great. That's, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. 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 I think what's helped the most with your issue, Tess, is I had the same issue. And having a big goal in mind of what you're saving for. Okay. You know, like if you know that you want to save for three to six months of expenses. And by the way, having just a thousand dollars saved is better than nothing. It's better than a lot of people and it's better than nothing. But like Mm -hmm. the real, like the real big goal is to have three to six months of emergency expenses in the event that you lose your job you can't work something happens then you know at least for three to six months you're okay yeah um but 
I started thinking about how much money would it take for me to never have to take a job I don't want to take again. Mm. And then I was like, then I was like, oh, I'm definitely not touching that money. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, like it ties into it. like what we've been talking about, for like sure. with the industry and the frustrations mm-hmm. and like the the assault that it has on your self esteem and like, and just me having to just get in like get to understand what it means to be a comedy writer and a comedian and Mm -hmm. to like understand the fact that we're literally running small businesses yeah you know you're running your little independent you're the ceo Mm -hmm. of tess inc and if tess never wants to take another job she doesn't want Mm -hmm. (laughs) or if tess wants to go travel for a month Mm -hmm. (laughs) like how much money would it take for you to like save to be able to do that like what i realized i was saving for is freedom like i'm saving i'm literally saving to have autonomy yeah like if i want to invest in something if i want to travel if i want to say no to a job that i don't particularly want because what was happening these last couple of times is i've been saying yes to jobs that i didn't really want but i need the money yeah and it doesn't feel good after a certain point (laughs) because it's like whoa this doesn't feel great like i literally can't say no yeah (laughs) Well, that's kind of we all have to start. That's we do. How it starts. We do. We yeah. do. That's how it starts. And mm-hmm. I and I don't think there's anything wrong with taking jobs for money. Well, and you learn a lot. You do, too. and you learn a ton. There, mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with any but of that. But it can be a real tough cycle to get out of. That's once exactly you take it. That job you don't want. That is time and resources that are going to that job. One hundred percent. Going to the bigger stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, how Absolutely. much better would would it be to take a job that you don't necessarily want, but you know what you're going to do with that income? Exactly. You know that you're going to save half of that income or more. You're going to mm-hmm. live very frugally you're gonna put money towards a bigger goal for your life yeah and then this job is just one facet of that and it doesn't have to be this thing that you zero in on and you hate every single day Mm -hmm. like i think my perspective would have been very different if i had had this understanding of money that i have now and i don't even have a great understanding i've only been doing this for like a month but i'm so much better off (laughs) from a month ago yeah it's crazy well and i think it's also it's it's important to look at where all of your money goes on a right. monthly basis. That's, That's a, a big thing. I'm going to be real, real right now. Yeah. So I started doing that because I was like, li- I literally woke up one day and was like, where did all of my money go? <laughs> and yeah. I started looking through all of my mm-hmm. like purchases and I realized that I had spent $1,200 over the last three months on Lyft and I yeah. have a car. $1,200 wow. That was spending yeah. $400 a month on Lyft. Yeah. And I have a car. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it's like... It, it it made me realize that I don't under I don't appreciate my money. <laughs> like yeah. I don't yeah. have any. Sure. I don't see the value in mm-hmm. holding on to my money. Like, I if I had if I had that value, and it was just because I didn't I don't I didn't like to drive in L.A. I was just yeah. like, oh, I hate driving in L.A. I'll just take a lift. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's costing you <laughs> to do yeah. to be to be that annoying. It's mm-hmm. like costing you. So it's like. So, I mean, it's just a shift in my perspective. It's just like, and I also had this aversion to like reading numbers Mm -hmm. and math. And I didn't want to like, I didn't want to understand my taxes. Yeah, every time I've ever tried to go into it, I just just get like annoyed. Yeah. 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 And the first thing you do when you get money is you're like, oh, I can pay someone else to do this. And it's like even worse. Mm -hmm. It's even worse because now... Someone else knows how dumb you are about your money. <laughs> that's always my biggest fear with that, everything. And, but that's what I was doing. I was like paying somebody else to understand. I didn't know what my deductible was for my health insurance. Right. I'm 31. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why don't I know? 
This is the kind of stuff that does feel good. Getting older and figuring it out. It, it, it feels feel good in good. a different way than anything it else does. does. Yeah. I do. I, I'm really enjoying getting older. Wow. The old lady <laughs> no, that's always been rules. in me is really chilling right now. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not like at college. I'm not 19 with fucking assholes with t-shirts. Right. Like, Get a free t-shirt for a credit card. That right. doesn't happen to me in over a decade. Right. It feels great. <laughs> it feels so good. And really also funny. it just feels good. Like yeah. it didn't It didn't take me being like amazing at money overnight just knowing a few more things than i knew mm-hmm. the, uh, knowing how much i was spending yeah knowing oh, what my deductible I can't. Was. Scared <laughs> yeah you can yeah. let it empower it's, you it's brutal i i really yeah. it was a real low point when i was like four hundred dollars and we month. just went to vegas too so i'm like i really don't want to look <laughs> yeah. at it now. this literally yeah. sounds like what you're talking about sounds like opening my cell phone with the camera facing me yeah it's embarrassing it is embarrassing. It's, i was embarrassed but that's what's good is that we all yeah this is very common yeah you know? it is but yeah. that was the thing i was just like oh my god look at how just knowing how much i was spending makes me make different choices mm-hmm. and it also it, it, imp- yeah. it feels empowering i don't I feel so sure. out of control I think I am, like i think if you're an impulsive person it is tough though too because like yeah. i'm like when i want something i just want it like right. i i came so close to post mating yogurt this morning we're like, oh, oh my god yes. we're i know spoiled we are I am. i'm just a spoiled brat we like, are. I what it, and I, it's I'm the like, same just, you know it's fine. the same thing as the lift because it's like yeah. six bucks here four yeah, bucks yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah if you're like if you're lift pooling mm-hmm. you're like i'm freaking yeah, you know i'm saving money like exactly. Susie orman right now bro i'm like a financial <laughs> yeah. genius Susie right Orman's now in there. Dude. Uh-huh. yeah but it also like lets you look at and be like do is lift what i would like to do should i get rid of a car you know, right? It, it that's makes exactly you it. I was just like, either I yeah. use my car or I get rid of my car. Yeah, that, that's exactly what it did. It mm-hmm. was just like, I well, I have a lease. I better get, I better use this car and yeah. stuff, and only use Lyft like if I'm drinking or if I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, only Lyft use it when you actually should be yeah. using it instead of in lieu of your car that's sitting there that you're paying for. I do the same oh, thing. For with sure. Lyft. And sometimes, yeah. yeah, it is just like, for some reason, Lyft, same thing. Like, I don't count it as money being spent. Like, yeah. Because it's, like, it's just on my phone. Just like, yeah. It's, yeah, the phone, they get the phone. That's how they get you. Yeah. That's how the phone wants you to think. Yeah. It's what it, yeah. And it's like small amounts. It's like yes. fun money. Three dollars. That's not money. Yeah. <laughs> we like, have, we have to, we have to take a break, but we'll be right back. Bye. Bye. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, hi, we're back. Hello. We're back with Charlotte Lorison. Hello. Hi, guys. And, uh, yeah, man, this is like, I'm glad we're talking about this stuff because yeah. it is stuff that, like, I hate thinking about. Yeah. All the money stuff, you know, but it is important yeah. to do. And it's also, like, there's a uh, an app called Mint that can analyze your stuff. Also, I am a part-time bookkeeper, and I do this professionally. Get out of here. That's yeah, what I do. I, I'm, I'm going to hang money. out with you. No, we can talk. <laughs> We're going to hang out. I, Qu- QuickBooks Online is nine ninety five a month. I recommend it to absolutely everybody. It will pull it from all of your bank accounts to there. You just log in and just 
put your things in different accounts. It'll run reports and tell you how much money. You can project all your shit. It's it's. But super you do easy. that. I see. I am just not. It's easy that person. To, you could do it if but you I have, wanted to. Though. I signed up for Mint, and now I just get annoying emails that I delete. I don't. Yeah. I do, I, I'm telling you. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it well, you got to make it a priority. priority. You yeah. want to yeah. make it a priority. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, I bought my house <laughs> you know like brandy we're gonna talk yeah we're gonna, talk. <laughs> we're gonna ask you questions, i mean i'm broke as fuck bro. now but like at the time like but I you're bought a, my house <laughs> you're in a good place yeah i got yeah, questions yeah. bro yeah <laughs> yeah no we can definitely talk about I've it i've been like i started an yeah. intro to accounting class on uh-huh. course era just because like a t- a accounting terminology is so like mm-hmm. it's another language and yeah. i don't understand it i'm definitely yeah. gonna have to retake the class i've always already had to like i'm not and i want you to know barbara like none of this is easy <laughs> like none of oh, the stuff sure. that I'm sure. like it's like yeah. all of this stuff that I'm learning I've had to like mm-hmm. reread and redo and oh, like I it's taking such a part of my brain that I don't mm-hmm. like to use but I think it is interesting to also just be like this is also it's a skill that you can apply to making your own projects and it stuff is. like if you're given money for a budget if you're going to be a yeah. showrunner and all this yeah. stuff you got to be able to like understand yeah. it's odd where this I all goes I actually am a very good producer like when yeah. I'm on a pro- if it's my project mm-hmm. or someone else's project I can manage a budget yeah it's more just like my fun loving impulse fuck mm-hmm. it personality yeah. it's just like yeah no guys we're, we're all the same let yeah. me explain yeah. <laughs> let, let, let me just explain I was yeah. bad at this yeah. I still am mm-hmm. I'm just but, so excited about not feeling like shit yeah. <laughs> about yeah. but also it's like my one of those things, if you create the space for yourself then you can then you can still say fuck it without yeah. that like panic in the back of your right. head that's right. like can right. I do this right. so you actually are enjoying yourself more because you yeah. give yourself the space to it is interesting because yeah. I yeah. do know you know um well, I, yeah, it is so smart to figure all that out because we are, I think I mm-hmm. wanted to deny to myself that I was a business, I am a business Same. for so long. And mm-hmm. like, I just want to be like, I'm just the creative. Like, yeah. I just want to mm-hmm. come up with the ideas because I just hate that side of it. I've always yeah. fucking hated it. I yeah. don't want to, but the reality is I'm going to get fucked if I don't. Yeah. You will. And no. the thing yeah. is you're, you're going to make a lot of money yeah. in your life. And yeah. the worst thing, that, this is what made it really bad for me is because I made the most money I've, I've ever made in the last four years or mm-hmm. five years because I came from a job where I was making like 30k and yeah. then I, or I was working part-time right before I started like writing for TV yeah so then you start making all this money and then you realize that you take your broke mentality with you no matter where you mm-hmm. go and it's yeah. like whether or not you're making a lot of money your habits stay the same your habits need to change mm-hmm. your point of view your the way that you approach spending and it's like so much I've been learning about the financially independent community and i almost don't even want to say because you don't need to retire early yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah. not really the point the point is to have fucking money it's yeah. freedom totally but like the thing that i've been learning the most is about how much our culture impacts how we spend money about yeah. like Absolutely. how much how many people like uh, like the people that spend the most money are the people that make the most money the people mm-hmm. that are the brokest are the people like lawyers mm-hmm. and doctors because they are expected to drive a certain car to dress yep. a certain way right and right. they also don't have the financial background. They also mm-hmm. might have grown up in a household where they saw their parents spend everything they make and live paycheck to paycheck. Just because you're making more doesn't mean you're better at money. The yeah. real good thing is to learn how to handle money before you make a lot of money or mm-hmm. before you make Okay, well, I'm safe more then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah like, God, God forbid I kept this <laughs> mindset. Right. Yeah. And like, like... And, and made way more money and, I was, I and say, didn't have any money. I will say, and I think that this is a certain, and something that I've very like intentionally cultivated in myself over yeah. the last 10 years because I've been like on my own my whole professional life. Mm-hmm. I worked 
briefly in offices way out of college, but I've been on my own. And like, especially I hate to say it with women, mm-hmm. nobody wants to ask for more money. And like, yeah. there's so much free money waiting for you yeah. when you ask yeah. for it. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I do a lot of writing about like female athletes and stuff like that. And yeah. it's like, there's mm-hmm. this, fee- and it is ingrained in us. Mm-hmm. We yeah. are not trained as little kids. We're not. To know yeah. our worth. Women mm-hmm. do not know their worth. Yeah. I know people that work at um, recruiting places that yeah. say that women are a good deal because yeah. I mean, just across, yeah. the, across board, the board, we are yeah. not asking and ask for fucking money. Ask for my yeah. fucking money. But it's also like our our mindset towards work. I realized this when I first started like working, and I don't know where it came from. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure where it came from. I used to work. I used to work for Senator Gillibrand in, in New York City as a as a staff assistant before I became a comic. Mm. Like so, I worked in politics. I just saw. Like, like basically a political office is like the politics of any office. Politics yeah. is everywhere. And I had this like older woman come up to me at one point because I had been, I was making 30 K, which was like 23 mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. taxes and like no money in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like gunning for a promotion and mm-hmm. like in, in a government job, that's not much money. Like I yeah. ended up getting a promotion, but it was only in title and mm-hmm. did not give me any more money. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, yep. more work, less, and not not yeah. any more yeah. money, which means less money. And you're like, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, sure, thanks. <laughs> um, Appreciate it. And I remember I had this older uh, staffer come up to me and ask me um, how to ask for a raise, and she was like really nervous to ask for a raise, and I was just like, this is bananas, <laughs> like yeah. because in my mind. You guys were, they were getting free labor from me, basically. Yeah. Like, they were mm-hmm. getting me at, like, half the rate because it was a government job. But I realized that, like, so many people and so many of my friends have the view of work like it's their family. Like, they, yes. they look at their yes. boss like mm-hmm. a mentor, like a yeah. mom. Yeah, so it's almost. rude. So it's rude. Yeah. Yes. And I always, and I, I literally just had this conversation with a friend of mine because I was just like, I've always seen work as the enemy. Yes. <laughs> like, I've always seen Absolutely. a boss <laughs> as the enemy. Yeah, for and sure. I'm, and like and and I was just like you mm-hmm. got to remember that these people are working with you because you work for them. They will exploit like, you at every turn. They will exploit you at every turn. Not yeah. only that, if you drop dead right now, they will re- they will be sad and then they will replace you. Yeah. Like you are just a cog in a wheel. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. you are not the whole company. You're just one yeah. part of a company, and you absolutely have to make all of your work decisions. Whether or not you're asking for a raise, whether or not you want to leave the job and move, not based on emotion, mm-hmm. but based on what is best for you in your life, not what will make those guys mad. Yeah. Not what yes. will make your boss mad or yes. whatever. Yes. It's like these people will make the best decision for the company. If the company's not making enough money, they'll fire you. Yeah. And like they'll lay people off so that they can hold on to more money. Yeah. And you need to treat them the same. <laughs> like mm-hmm. your life is uh, the company. Yeah. And if this is not good for your life anymore or if you're com- if you need more money, you need to ask for more money. I mean, mm-hmm. it's companies not it's easier to too. say they- than do. But yeah, it- but companies like to sell the relationship. Right. They do. Part of the fucking benefit. Yeah. Package. It's like, oh, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. I can be friends and make fucking money at the same time. That's 100%. And guess what? It's going to be in the opposite order that yeah. I care about. I don't <laughs> want razor scooters in the fucking office. I want health insurance. Yeah. I want health That's insurance. I want, I want dental. I, I want about, vision. Yeah. Like, <laughs> on the subject of, like, making a lot of money and still, you know, and then, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I spent, um, Mary Lynn Rice Cub, who's a very funny comic, who mm-hmm. was on the show 24 for yeah. years. She made mm-hmm. a shitload of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember her doing sauce mm-hmm. once mm-hmm. and then saying something. She was like, yeah, like, I made a bunch of money. And 
people were like, well, what happened to you? And I was like, I spent it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. it's gone. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. I was listening to <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Oprah, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Oprah's podcast. And she had this author that was on that like was like on the New York Times bestseller list for like mm-hmm. 40 weeks or whatever and made a bunch of money and lost all her fucking money. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like it's like you hear the story over and over and over again of like really wealthy people that like mm-hmm. trusted some business manager who stole all their money because yep. they weren't looking at mm-hmm. their financial statements. They weren't seeing what's coming in and what's yeah, going yeah. out. They can't see any kind of inconsistencies because mm-hmm. they don't like to think about money. I'm doing yeah. air quotes, quotes right now. <laughs> no, they, I don't absolutely. like to l- look at money. I don't like numbers. I don't like math. And no, none of us do. It's no. boring. But yeah, like I don't enjoy it. But yeah. it's like a necessity to live the life that I want to be. At the to same live. time, I mean, I just see myself getting a big chunk of money and being. But that's so. That's so the American dumb. dream. That's what. We're, <laughs> yeah, that's also what it is. Here's the thing. Also, nobody in America believes they're poor. They're just right. they're waiting to be millionaires. Right. Like, right. We're of also course. All yeah. yeah. That's that what we're taught. Is yeah. millionaires eventually? Mm-hmm. Like nobody's poor. Yeah. The poorest person isn't poor. They right. just haven't gotten their check yet. Right. And that's so we're all living like we're like in that that's level. That's what I was so talking I about the culture. Bit, like yeah. if you didn't grow up with a lot of money, I think uh-huh. it can be a little bit too like, you know, obviously so many of like our issues are things like we, we kind of like return to our childhood we circumstances. Do. Yeah. And I sure. think that there is some subconscious level of like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm so, used so to not having money. Well, yeah. the, the yeah. thing is yeah, like definitely. when you listen to this pot, any of these financial independence podcasts that I've been talking about, they're uh-huh. all just stories. It's yeah. all just people, guests coming on and talking about mm-hmm. How they made a bunch of money. They mm-hmm. they got married. They like were madly in love. They didn't have a prenup, and mm-hmm. then they got divorced and lost all their money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, or you hear this story about how I grew up poor and I never and we all I ever heard was we don't have enough mm-hmm. and and no and we can't. And then I started making money and then I went to town buying everything I saw because it made me feel good about myself. Yeah. And then the stock market went bust and I yeah. didn't have anything saved and all my money. You know, I had mm-hmm. I had no assets or whatever. It's everything is about our. Uh, emotions it's like all yeah. wrapped up in like how we feel about money and like mm-hmm. examining how what we were taught like the narratives we were taught around money yep. is such a big part of personal finance it's mm-hmm. insane Absolutely. it's literally money therapy <laughs> like mm-hmm. these podcasts like that's all you're listening to and thinking about oh what stories have I been taught about yeah. money like yeah that's really interesting when you think about it it's like regular therapy like growing up yeah. there's just so many things I was never taught to like process right and money is a huge one that was never it's told huge- what to oh, do yeah. well, it's like it. rude it's like politics religion and money right. just, like, don't yeah. talk about <laughs> or if all. you are if you come from the kind of family that like is always talking about money because they don't have it they're like yeah. oh no we, we're we not a rich family Everything's, we can't have that that's the story you tell yourself that yeah. I'm a mm-hmm. poor person that I can't have money that I don't make money yeah. or that I can't handle money or like mm-hmm. I don't deserve money or money is bad it's like rich yeah. people are bad and it's yeah. like and then I think yeah and then you end up spending money on things that you think make you happy or something in the moment and then that's kind of yeah of course it doesn't make you happy right that was the other thing it's like the culture of consumerism in america absolutely like if we look at if we look around and how Mm. capitalism has you know raped our spirits like just how capitalism is just i'm just snapping 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 in the air yes (laughs) this idea that we need these things i mean it's a it's one of the it's another reason why i like don't really go on instagram anymore because it like i know my impulses and if i see 
you know, a cute mm-hmm. outfit. I used to follow Adrian Bylaw, <laughs> like yeah. from 3LW. Like, is that the group she was on? Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, she dresses. She's such a great dresser. I love how she dresses. Mm-hmm. And she always, of course, it's an ad. She like posts every. She tags all of the brands that she's wearing. Yep. And of course, I'll find myself down a rabbit hole of like Fashion Nova, and, and mm-hmm. I know Fashion Nova's garbage, and I like <laughs> I'll go down this rabbit hole. And like I'm, I'm gonna. I want all these like designer things that she has, and I and I don't have the money. <laughs> and yeah. I'm just like, so why are you gonna create that suffering for yourself? But right. That's like also. I think all of this is so true and valid, but I think yeah. there's also some beating up of ourselves that we do for wanting that stuff too. And it's like, yeah. it's also okay mm-hmm. to like treat yourself a little bit or want something or like lust after like an outfit or something. Like I, I think that it's like the. I think some of the guilt around spending money ends up being a spiral a little bit too. I mean, I agree with you and I don't agree with you because mm-hmm. I like ever since I saw that Parks and Rec <laughs> meme of uh, what's your name doing the treat yourself uh-huh. like in that whole mm-hmm. idea of self-care and treat yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's like, OK, treat yourself, but check out your budget, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. Can you actually treat yourself? I've done yeah. it. I've spent so much money eating out, treating mm-hmm. myself. I've spent so much money buying stuff I didn't need or didn't really want all that much yeah. just because I was like, I deserve this. And why does treating yourself have to always be spending something? Right. Like, it doesn't. You know? It I, doesn't. I know. That's I know. Why, yeah. But I think if you live, because I don't do that very often. Like, yeah. I do yeah, live yeah. a pretty modest life. So like, if I do, I try to like actually just enjoy, like if you're gonna spend the money enjoy it yeah like if you're no, gonna yeah, do it sure. enjoy it don't right. beat yourself up about it because mm-hmm. like it is okay yeah. every once in a while i think it's go. more like there's a lot of people that just like it becomes a perpetual habit constantly it like it, every yeah. once in a while there's no problem with that but like yeah. when you're like i don't have money to pay my bills because i did these things because i needed that like that hit right. in the moment right yeah. that's when you have to be like what's really because that's like ad- that becomes addict behavior it, it does yeah and i'm i'm at the point right now where i'm like learning enough about personal finance where i i'm not in the point yet i'm at the point where i am very guilty whenever i treat myself because i mm-hmm. i feel like i i just started so i'm trying not to beat myself up too much about it yeah but like just like I'm trying to get to an equilibrium because Mm -hmm. I'm not there yet I literally just started and I'm at the point in the journey where I'm like beating myself up about things that I buy Mm -hmm. and I just feel like it just it's just gonna take time it's like getting sober yeah yeah. it's just gonna take time to like recalibrate or like Mm -hmm. reintroduce myself into the world of buying stuff just because I feel like I see the damage that it's done and now I feel like uh, I have PTSD (laughs) and when Whenever yeah. I spend any money, I'm I, f- I have all these confused feelings about it. Like, is it worth it? Do I need it? Da da da. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And it brings up all this anxiety that I didn't have before. But I also feel like it's part of the journey and figuring yeah, out in that transitional. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, I think it's good to do. I mean, I definitely like. Oh my god, I have shop shopping addiction issues. Not as bad. I go through phases like we all do, mm-hmm. but um. You know, I have different like areas of I don't even know addiction, whatever of mm-hmm. easing of easing whatever pain I'm going through, mm-hmm. or, you know. Yeah. So it's like the drinking one, or like having sex with somebody, or yeah. eating, or you know. And then lately, it's been shopping because I've, I the other I'm ones have got other down. Ones yeah. But mm-hmm. it's it's yeah, it's like well, it's coming out this way, and yeah. so it's like mm-hmm. I can't multiple times a week be like, oh, I'm going to treat myself to this. I'm not. I right. don't have a fucking job right now. Right. Like, yeah, I can't. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's not okay. Yeah. That's when you go to Target and then you return. <laughs> it. I'm such a. I do that show all the. But even then, it's not good because no, I'm still training myself to yeah. buy right. the thing. I will say, I, I was just on tour and I like did not have room to pack my straightener, and I was like, oh well, I'm just gonna buy a straightener at Target. Li- Target library for two weeks, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which nice. is exactly what happened. <laughs> I what yeah. you were saying, Baz, about 
alcohol and like all that other stuff is a coincidentally i've also been like not drinking and not smoking weed really while i've been on this like mm-hmm. you know all this stuff i've just been like realizing how many addictive habits like yeah. we all have or i have mm-hmm. around all the time that mm-hmm. i didn't even realize like i was like oh i'm smoking weed a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm like feeling like i really need it whenever well yeah we live kind of i mean we all yeah we everyone lives in a stressful world right. especially these days mm-hmm. in la it's compounded like we were talking about there's so much pre- you know we're mm-hmm. all trying to make these insane dreams come true yeah. Yeah. so of course you give yourself the break of like i want to relax this way or that right. way mm-hmm. but it does yeah it's it does reach a point where it's not i mean literally even not helping anymore that's when it's like it, okay yeah. that's when yeah. it's yeah. like yeah. Over the yeah you're like well this yeah. doesn't even do anything yeah. so i better figure yeah. something else right. so. yeah. yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah but i think there's there's a lot of like external shaming i think especially of poor people that people do like oh you didn't have money for health insurance but you had money for this and that it's like i'm sorry that you're a perfect fucking buddhist material things to feel better yeah guess what when you feel like shit you want a fucking ice cream right like yeah we're humans yeah well and that shit's always very stupid in classes too because it's also like a phone is not at this point in our lives in the world that we live in a phone is not uh, this is not like something that I can't not have and yeah. if you want a job yeah. it's a, this is a computer and yeah. you need to be able to answer emails 100%. to get a job and to yeah. do th- it's like yeah poor people need to be able to access email and things yeah. like that so they can get the job that you think they need to be able but to earn yeah. the phone but even if it's not for a job and, and, no, right. a poor person should be allowed to yeah. play fucking duck hunt or whatever they want yeah. to call it too it's like, <laughs> oh for like, sure <laughs> but it's like I, there's, there's markers that like we, wanna, we, do you like we want to we want both ways do you like that was the only game I could think duck hunt duck hunt nice pull good one you know the classic duck hunt game everyone's down you know the iPhone game duck hunt yeah you know uh, okay, we have, this is very impassioned. We have to take a break, and we'll come back and do a lady problem. Woo-hoo. Hey, we're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. I'm here with Charla. Hi. Uh, we're going to answer... We've obviously answered all of your financial questions. <laughs> Solved it. Susie Orman sitting around. <laughs> I will say a good investment uh-huh. is to donate to our Patreon. Yeah. Boom. It. There it is. Uh, Patreon. Yeah, patreon.com slash lady to lady. You get, you'll get a bonus session from today's episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on the level you get, bonus episodes, all this extra fun stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So go check it out. Uh, if you have a lady problem, send it to us at lady to lady comedy at gmail.com. I said mm-hmm. it right. Okay. Lady. Here we go. Uh, Pregnancy Detective. (laughs) That's the title of this one. (laughs) Hi, ladies. I recently found out I'm pregnant. After four years of trying, me and the husband are over the moon excited. I've told a few close friends, but I'm keeping it mom to everyone else until we know everything is in the clear. One friend I think has figured it out, and it's starting to stress me out. I love this girl, but she's a bit much. She was also experiencing infertility at the same time as me. What started out as a person to confide with became a really aggressive machine of shoulds and why haven't yous. Mm. She would diagnose me with stuff I didn't have and insisted I should go straight to IVF IVF, because that's what she was doing. Of course, no shade on those who choose it, but that was not a step I was willing to take. 
She would tell me ev- she would tell me I would change my mind, but I didn't. Every time it came up, I would change the subject because it felt so judgmental. She did end up having a child, which was wonderful, but it, it's, it didn't cool the infertility advice, just slowed it down. Now she started to pick back up on nah, sorry. Now she started to pick up on symptoms I'm having, and I hear back from a friend that she was ish- fishing for information, which is super ir- super irritating and really weird. I started avoiding our friend group because of it. I'm not looking forward to eventually telling her because I'm pretty sure she's going to ruin the moment by insisting she figured it out. Yeah. Plus, next will come the avalanche of unsolicited pregnancy and parental advice. How do you deal with a well-meaning but very self-unaware friend? How do I explain that what she's doing is inconsiderate even if she thinks she's helping? I mean, probably I wouldn't say shit, to be honest, just as a wuss. But I... (laughs) I feel like I would just ask her to back off <laughs> a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I just yeah. ask her to give me space in this time. You know, mm-hmm. like, I really want to, I'm figuring it out on my own. And I'm doing, you know, I really want some space to figure it out. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think, I know you think you're helping, but for me, you're not. Yeah. And I just need you to respect that. And yeah. yeah. And maybe start out with, like, if this is someone who you do want to remain friends with, start out with, like, a, I really appreciate yeah, you know all the you input that you've friend. given, and I appreciate mm-hmm. you as a friend, and I, you know, I really love all that. And now, and then draw your boundary. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, right. Like, now this is really what I yeah. would like. Yeah, I like that you said boundary because the, the truth is, like, mm-hmm. after you have that baby, she's not going to stop. <laughs> like, yeah. if you don't say something now, <laughs> exactly. she's just going to be more intense mm-hmm. after you have the baby, and then it might make the friendship go down a bad road. Yeah, because once you do have your kids, and 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 the stakes get really high uh-huh. about like what you're downloading into your kid, and you have some like prying friend that like always wants to have a say. Yeah, in your your freaking baby's life <laughs> like yeah. this is too much Ooh. this is like a boundary that doesn't need to be crossed and just to keep the friendship healthy and to like keep a sense of res- mutual respect yeah like just be like clear i think talking to people that lack self-awareness is very difficult because yes. i feel like they usually take it as an offense yeah and they get defensive that's the thing is i don't really know i mean who knows yeah. but in my head i'm like i don't think it's a and maybe it'll work, but I don't yeah. think it'll work for long. Maybe it'll work while she's pregnant. Right. Yeah. This this is obviously somebody who thinks that they have the best way. Right. And what they want, and they want and everyone to do it that way. They've yeah. gone through something like intense together. So yeah. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. my personality or what, but people do this to me a lot, where they change the them into we. Yeah. They just tag into their yeah. we a lot, and I'm like, what? No, no, no. How did I get in your we? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm an I. I'm an I. Over here. <laughs> it's like just because we had a fun night, I'm yeah. not your we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, maybe just the intensity of, like, trying to get pregnant. And, like, I'm sure you guys have had a lot of ups and downs. And Mm -hmm. so I'm sure the same way that she was there for you, you know, Mm -hmm. it was nice to have someone going through something similar. She probably has kind of looped you into her bullshit. And maybe drawing that line will sort of, like, break that up a little bit. Yeah. I think also maybe there's, like, she's part of a big friend group. And maybe there's a way to, like, have your other friends act kind of as, like, a wing woman for you with stuff. Yeah. If you see this happening, can you all just, like, swoop in and come change the subject? Like, help me out a little Mm -hmm. bit? Please. That's definitely you know? a good approach, I think. I mean, yeah. But I would be pretty blunt, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah I think it's I a one-two. Th- yeah. I feel yeah. like you have to. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, if you aren't, I don't know, I feel like these people are always like, kind of like puppyish, where you're also just kind of going to be like, no. And like, yeah. they don't really hold it against you. Yeah. I mean, or, or they do. But I feel like yeah. if you're, that's unself-aware, you also just are like, what? What's happening right now? Yeah. What? You kind of like tend to let stuff go pretty quickly, right. I think. 
She should be busy with her fucking baby. Yeah. <laughs> Just be like, I love you so much. Thank you so much for your concern. But I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't. And also, I don't want like, you involved in this. If she is like, hi, I knew it. You can be like, hey, uh, that's shitty. And that's like a very organic moment yeah. to be like, okay, I need, I need a break from you. For yeah. This. Yeah. You know? People that aren't self-aware are self-centered. Yeah. And they don't know it and they ruin mm-hmm. other people's <laughs> moments mm-hmm. and they don't think about the other person. They're thinking about themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It only relates through their own experience yeah. to somebody else. Yeah. It's tough, but I feel like you got to be blunt and set boundaries. Yeah. I think it's unfortunately. And if she gets that pissed, I mean, you did yourself a favor. Anyway, right. Now you don't have this woman in your life. Exactly. You. She's yeah. only going to get more annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I would definitely yeah. put that out there now because if she doesn't take it well, then you're kind of like, well, all right, I'm not going to phase you out or whatever. Yeah. And also, no one can get that mad at you when you're pregnant. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Use the pregnant lady's strength and yeah. just be like, oh, sorry. Lift up the yeah. car and then tell her that you don't want <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I think that strength comes after the baby, guys. Oh, sure. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Mixing up. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, puke all over her, and maybe yeah, she'll just like give you some one. space. Yeah, show her your inf- your uh, inflamed ankle or something. Your yeah, cankle. yeah, show yeah. her your ankle and be, be like, like, you can bitch. give me advice. <laughs> Step off. Yeah. you can give me advice if you rub my feet. And right. That's the only time. Oh, yeah. that's, <laughs> we'll a good one. Yeah. that's a good one. That's a good one. Real quid pro quo situation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's yeah. She sounds like she'll be a lovely mother. <laughs> right. Her kids, her kids aren't going to at all re- resent her as right. they get older. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, right. there's it just happens. Like I, I definitely do that, and I'm trying to be better yeah. at it. But I definitely do think when it's like, well, this worked for me. This is my life, so therefore, it's your life, and it's yeah. ne- never yeah. correct. Right. <laughs> you know yeah, exactly. But and it comes from a good place. Yeah, it, it comes yeah. from you wanting someone to be happy and succeed or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do find my of giving advice that I, I'm not even taking that I wish I would take is right. usually what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> but it sounds like this. At the heart of this is about boundaries. Yeah, and it's about someone taking shine away from you, mm-hmm. like when you're having a important moment. Yeah, and it seems like the most important thing is just to set boundaries with your friend mm-hmm. because, like, whether or not this situation is happening, yeah, you're gonna want that person to know what's cool and what's not cool for sure. Yeah, and if she's gonna be. Yeah. Your life, she needs to know, she what's, needs going to know what's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Teach people how to treat you by Oprah. Absolutely. The quote. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh-oh. And if she's like fishing for information from your friends, and if these are friends that do know you're pregnant, like I think that's definitely like also your friend's prerogative to kind of be like, hey, back it off. Sounds like yeah. no one knows yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which well, would so suck. The- it's just like if you're fishing for information, no one knows that's going to peak interest in everyone and ruin the surprise. Exactly. <laughs> and it's just like boundaries, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Get out I of here. Maybe you would tell her you're pregnant. I mean, I don't know. That's your call. But like everyone's going to find out in a month anyway. Maybe you do want to just so she stops asking. Be like, I am. Yeah. But like, do, da, 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 don't yeah. say anything. Like, Please. Maybe- like, this is my it's my choice to tell you when I am. And yeah. you, you kind of forced my hand a little bit. And I'm a little bit bummed about it. Please don't tell anybody yeah. else. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, but then you're giving her, like, the upper hand about right. first. I was just I know. Gonna, like, she doesn't deserve any information. Only if it will <laughs> make this listener feel more, like, yeah. happy is just knowing that she knows. Like, if that'll be yeah. a relief for you, then tell her. Yeah. But... Yeah. I don't know. That's so shitty. Because, yeah. 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 I've got no answers because I've never had a kid, and also, I, you know... 
it's very easy to say to have these straightforward conversations with people mm. and very hard to pull off in real life. Yeah. I don't find myself 100%. having them very often. 100%. I mean, know. and if you, I mean, uh, full disclosure, I don't think any of us have kids. No, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> like, no it's okay. Because so. this is not not yeah. about kids. Like, I feel like if we, no, no, and, no. like, if I went to therapy with this problem right mm-hmm. now, and I've gone to therapy with similar problems, yeah. my I have a really great therapist that I love, and the thing that sh- I think she would tell me is the boundaries thing. Yeah. And it's like, it's about, dis- it, and, and it's not going to be an easy conversation, mm-hmm. but it's about us being brave enough to tell people how we want the relationship to be to like set boundaries literally and like it's something that you're gonna have to if it's something that you have a problem doing as a regular human being mm-hmm. this will be a great time to practice before the baby comes that is true yeah. you yeah. have to set a lot of boundaries yeah. for that you're kid, gonna have to so. set boundaries yeah. for that like, kid. i don't know i you know i'm a big dog person and like i think boundaries same with people as it is with dogs yeah, yeah. you think oh i'm people think oh i'm a bad owner if i tell my do- if i give mm-hmm. my dog boundaries actually no. you're giving your dog a better life and you're giving yeah. you a better yeah. life yeah. because you're both able to coexist without mm-hmm. the stress that comes from not having exactly boundaries. imagine yeah. the stress that it's going to put just on your pregnancy and on mm-hmm. your life and on your friend group Mm -hmm. if you aren't honest with this person and you continue to have these interactions that stress you out frankly because Mm -hmm. you're not speaking up and saying what you want Mm -hmm. and it's like no it's not going to be easy (laughs) and no you don't know how this person is going to respond like all you can do is do it in the most loving way possible Mm -hmm. but do it in in a loving way for you as well (laughs) and it's just like it makes you feel better and it le- like gets a weight off of your shoulders yeah if you dictate like how we gonna be uh-huh. <laughs> like this is how we gonna be it's you're gonna step off mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm gonna enjoy my pregnancy yeah. or not tell her that you're you're gonna you're mm-hmm. gonna i love you so much but i feel like you're be you're butting in and it's yeah. it's making me really uncomfortable and it's stressing me out and i don't like it and i'd rather you mm-hmm. just give me the space that i I'm asking for. It's the same just part to, of you. just that exact thing. Just yeah. write exactly yeah. what Charlotte just said. Just play Remember this part. Yes. Cut and paste that into a right. text. Exactly. It's the same part of us that doesn't want to ask for a raise at work. You know? Right. But it's also Being accommodating yeah, shit. Exactly. But that's also a lesson that you want to impart to your kids. You need right. to practice what you preach. Practice what you preach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't make yourself uncomfortable. Don't twist yourself inside out for mm-hmm. someone you don't even live with, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You don't even, this is just a friend. You're not <laughs> raising this child You're with this ra- person. Right. No, uh-uh. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, good luck. Good luck to you. Good luck. Good luck. And uh, thank you for writing in. Yeah, again, if you have a lady problem, lady to lady comedy at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So glad we've solved some everyone's issues. We saved today. the world. We right saved now. the world. We really did. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Charlotte, well, I was going to say, where can people find you online? But I've, I don't think they, I don't know if they should. They can? No, you, you can go to my website and see charlottelarsden.com. I've got pretty pictures. I have my, my uh, dates mm-hmm. where I'm performing. There you go. Um, I'm going to be in La Jolla, San Diego at the comedy store in La Jolla on August 3rd through the 5th. Oh, sweet. Hell yeah. So that's sweet. I should have said that at the top, but I forgot. That's right. They're still Um, listening. You can just go to charlottelarsden.com. Uh, (laughs) like and check it out and I have a web series you can check out on my website just because I'm not sharing my personal life on Instagram doesn't mean I don't wait you exist outside of Instagram exactly I am alive I don't understand (laughs) I am doing stuff whoa 
Um, but yeah, I I would like my space from from Fair. the social medias. You know, it's not it's not good for me. That's good. You can yeah. go on mine. I'm thirsty as fuck. I always need <laughs> I need your love. So please go like my like my pictures yeah. instead. Or we'll take Charlotte's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and also, I mean, you can. I'm sure Char- I'm Charlotte Larson across all social media. Follow you her can follow me. Mm-hmm. I don't post much, but I do appreciate it. But that means when you post, it's in. That means it's important. Post, it's yeah. important. Yeah. important. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Makes it an easy follow too. It does. The feed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Easy Good follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do it. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. You guys are awesome. Thank oh, you so thanks. much. And uh, yeah, like we said again, go check out our Patreon page if you haven't yet. Patreon.com slash Lady to Lady to get extra bonus shit. And this month, though, we're talking about my bachelorette party. So if you want to know what Woo! happened, yes, we got the inside Woo! scoop yep. for the bonus episode on the bachelorette party. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next week, y'all. Bye. 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 Can't get enough of us? Subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive bonus content, access to our first 100 episodes, and more. Go to patreon.com slash lady to lady now to sign up. As little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing, even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com slash lady to lady. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at lady to lady comedy. Join our Facebook group, Lady to Lady Podcasts, to chat with other fans about episodes or even post your own lady problems. Check out our website, ladytoladycomedy.com, for show notes, videos, and merch. And duh, follow our individual accounts, Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker for jokes and info and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to send us snacks, stickers, or a lock of your own hair, I don't know, whatever, our P.O. Box is 412-794, Los Angeles, California, 90041. And please, leave us a review on iTunes, but only if you like us. We love you. We love you. Bye. 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 Bye.